Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shana. Today, we are recording an episode all about your North Nodes. Um, so this is something that we think is really fascinating, and we love incorporating this when we work on people's Day Luna boxes because your North Node energy is such a prevalent part of your energy, and it speaks so much to what you are here to do in a larger picture throughout the course of your life. It really talks about how you are here to evolve and grow and experience lessons here on this human plane. So we're super excited to talk about this topic. And um, this is a topic that is about human design. We'll talk about the human design gates, but we'll also talk about how astrology is connected in this area. So um, before we do, I guess we wanted to talk a little bit about this time that we're in right now with COVID-19 and we're wondering and feeling you guys and wondering how everyone's doing. We know that we've been really affected by it, having to quarantine in our home areas since both of us are not essential workers out on the, you know, on the fields, but we um, with our boxes, we've been really missing being able to send out our day Luna boxes. A lot of our, um, things that come into the box have been tied up in mailing and been from shipping overseas due to delays with the COVID-19. So we've just been kind of having a sacred pause with that, which we did enjoy and we did accept and lean into, but we're really excited to be getting our boxes, um, up and going again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a really nice pause. And um, so many of you guys have reached out asking when they're going to be available, because I know there's birthdays and there's things coming up. And it's also a really great time during this collective pause to dive deeper and to um, go inward and to get to know yourself better. So um, we are doing everything we can to get them back up on the site as soon as possible for you guys. Um, so hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have those back out. But there's so much that you can do you know, on your own to dive deeper as well. That's why we try to release a lot of um, education and free content on our podcast. So that way you guys can use this information to really work on yourself and, um, and go deeper. Um, and also that's another reason why we wanted to talk about North nodes right now, because your North nodes in human design, in astrology are an excellent place to educate yourself on and learn and have awareness around because, um, they really can give you insight into your life purpose and, what you're here to do right now in this lifetime. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really fun and you can look stuff up online and we're going to go into a lot of details of where you can pull all this information from your chart. Um, but this is the perfect time to really, really go deeper and obviously booking a reading, um, and, you know, going really deep with stuff 
during this time is also really beneficial, but we do want to give you guys some, some content that you can work on, on your own. Now that it's Taurus season, I'm feeling so much the shift of things back into the physical and wanting to play with crystals even more because they're so earthy and grounding and beautiful. And that's so Taurus energy. So we have like a whole new passion for all of the items in our box are legit. So beautiful to us. That that was one of the most important things that every single thing in this box is something that is genuinely inspiring to us and that we find so beautiful and meaningful and truly supportive in this journey that is so internal, that is so ethereal, that is so theoretical to have these physical items that are bringing that internal world into an externalized material plane where you can really tangibly feel the energy. You can see something that is a representation of that beauty. Yeah, I have been feeling Taurus season so much. It's been so intense for me. And I I feel like throughout this whole journey, like the more that I become aware and um, self-aware and connected to my natural cycles and having acceptance for um, my, I guess, individual, this individuality, is that a word? Um, And really being in touch or in tune, the more I feel so impacted by these planetary shifts um, and these zodiacs that we move through, right? I think before I had all this awareness, um, I thought of astrology as kind of cool and interesting, but, um, I wasn't, you know, really, really into like, Oh, it's Taurus season. Now I, I really feel it. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, but now that I like really dove into my human design and how all of those gates and everything, and I've been living like this for so long, I feel it the impacts of the change of the Zodiac so much. And I'm so into Taurus energy. Mm -hmm. It is. I know it feels so good. (laughs) I heard someone say it, call it once that astrology and the shifts that are having uh, happening cosmically is the collective unconscious. So, you know, you have your conscious mind and your unconscious mind that are working together, but as a collective, we have a conscious mind and astrology is the unconscious. These things that are absolutely a hundred percent shifting our entire collective, shifting our awareness as a whole, but it is unconscious. And only once you start opening yourself up and going deeper and being more aware, do you start to bring that unconscious into your forefront and having awareness of it. Um, And it really feels so good because it brings that awareness. It helps you work with it instead of just feeling like you're kind of a leaf getting blown around in the breeze and there's no pattern or rhyme or rhythm or cycle to any of it, but instead to really honor and witness the patterns of nature and to know that they are cyclical and to know that we are a part of them and that when you have awareness of them, it really is grounding and it makes you feel more in alignment to your own, your own personal conscious and unconscious design and personality, like in human design. Um, But Shana, I wanted to tell you before we get started, I had the most beautiful, powerful dream last night that I was in Costa Rica, which that is a special place for you and I, because that's really kind of where the birth of Day Luna happened. But I was in Costa Rica and I met this woman who had an elephant that she had rescued and it lived on her huge property. 
And she was like, yeah, the elephant um, loves to be like, have people ride it uh, with no saddle. So you have to be like, have really good energy. You have to really trust yourself because if you get afraid or if your energy is really negative, the elephant won't let you ride it and it'll kind of buck you off and it can be really dangerous. But if you are really trusting and loving and have good energy, you can steer the elephant just by connecting your consciousness with it and really becoming style. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I was like, I want to ride this elephant. And I got on this elephant with no saddle, just like sitting on its back. And I was like feeling it breathe. And she said to just think about where you want it to go and it will follow, which is exactly like an avatar. (laughs) I rode this elephant down to the beach and I was feeling its skin and like, I could feel its breath. And I was literally becoming one with it. And I felt so connected and confident in myself and in my ability to connect with this animal and in my ability to love it and be one with it and not be afraid. And then like little things would happen, like a wave would come up and it would kind of scare the elephant. And I would get scared that it was going to buck me off. And I'd be like, no, you have to choose trust. You have to choose trust. I go back to trust and I would like recenter myself and I would put my head down on the back of the elephant's neck and just connect with it and breathe and focus on what I wanted it to do and focus on trust and focus on confidence. And I kept having that cycle over and over again, where I would forget and I would slip up and I would slip into fear. And then I would remember like, no, that's dangerous. You have to go back to trust and love and feeling in control of that shift between fear to trust. And it was so beautiful, this dream and like so metaphorical. And then at the end of the dream, I realized I don't know how to get off of this elephant because I got onto it when I was up on like high deck and now we're down at the beach and I was like, how am I going to get off? How am I going to get off? And I was like future tripping and feeling really scared. And then I remembered like, just trust like the perfect moment will come. And then this wave, like this gentle wave came up and I just knew like, this is my moment. And I just jumped off like into the water and then the elephant went out and swam in the water and the sunset was setting. And there was this like cosmic galactic sunset with like vibrant orange and blue. And I just felt so clear and peaceful. And like, when I woke up in the morning, I was like, that is my vibe. Like life is the elephant and I am me and I choose to be confident in my ability to trust myself. And anytime that I have fear, I have the power and the awareness to shift back to trust. And it was so good. That is such a good dream. I feel like I just experienced it by you. Like it was so vivid the way that you described it, but it's such a good, um, representation for life and for we always talk about this theme of fear to trust especially with the spleen and with those gates that come off of the spleen and how they can really show up as fears but if you can shift them to trust and um, focus on trusting yourself versus being afraid in these aspects that that's the way that you are the most powerful and the most magnetic and the most um, empowered to take the reins of your life, right? And to connect with your truth. And your life is the elephant and you are making that connection. That is beautiful. And also anytime there's a dream that's Avatar-esque, I am here for <laughs> it. I know. I'm gonna I am ready to go live in Avatar <laughs> world. Me too. And make the halo. I want to go to Avatar World in Florida that you went to. It sounds amazing at Disney. Is it, it at Disney is World? Amazing. 
yeah, it's at Disney World. It's incredible. Anyways, that's awesome. Super deep dream and also kind of like really tangible, like taking something spiritual and making it tangible, which is what is what this time is all about is like you said, physical touching things and connecting with them in a physical way. We gardened all weekend. And I know that's probably super annoying for other people in quarantine that are like, fuck you for gardening. I didn't do anything. But the gardening was amazing. And the it just allowed me to like get my hands dirty and to connect with these um, plants that I was um, harvesting or whatever. I've never gardened in my life. This is the first time and I'm really like tapped into it. I just have been having dreams about it. I've been thinking about it so much that we've been eating all the fruit off of our property and all the avocados and the oranges and making orange juice and just sitting outside and smelling the trees and listening to the birds. And we spend all day and all night just outside on our, like in our backyard. And, um, it's felt so good. Like I feel, um, almost as if, you know, why haven't I been doing this every day for the last two years, you know, and not just like the last month. So yeah, I felt really, really good to garden this weekend. But that Taurus energy, like I said before, is really present in my life right now. And it feels awesome. I could have it be Taurus time forever. Uh, (laughs) But I know that (laughs) that it's good to have all of the different shifts. That's what we're here to experience. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That is so Taurus vibes, like so earthy and beautiful and grounding. And I am here for it. Celebrating the season, leaning in. And I want to say I, Brian and I have gotten into such a good groove with like kind of honoring our designs as a team. that It's been so nice because obviously he knows that I'm a projector and he knows that he's a generator. And um, when we were gardening, (laughs) all of this stuff, like I feel like years ago, you know, I would have been hustling and carrying the bags of soil and like bringing him up all the stairs and doing just as much work as he was. And really like um, pouring in a lot of like physical energy and this time like we both just knew that I was gonna bring up a chair that's in the shade (laughs) and he was gonna do like be in the dirt and like digging the holes and carrying the stuff and then he was asking me questions like well what where should we put this where should we plant this how should we lay this out and then I would stand up and like give my guidance and be like well this and that and we bounced off of each other really well and he actually didn't want me to do the physical stuff that I didn't want to do. Um, whereas I feel like in the past I would have felt like I had to, otherwise I would be rude or whatever, but he wanted to do that stuff. Like he was like, no, 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 just go sit down. Like, I want to do this. Just tell me what you think is best. And then we kind of bounced off of each other. And then he's like, yeah, I agree. Okay, cool. And he would like do the physical work of it. So anyways, the moral of that really long, probably unnecessary story (laughs) is that it's beautiful to kind of see when you can, how you can honor and support each other's designs. And we were both in flow. We were both so happy and we loved how the garden turned out. And we kind of had like this whole discussion later, we were like peeling oranges together to juice and, um, and of just like, 
what it will be like when we do have kids, you know, and how I can be sitting in my spot in the shade and the kids can be playing and they can go pick all the fruit or they can go, you know, peel and all cut, like just like different things of how the dynamics can work out with honoring everyone's energy that's involved and how it doesn't have to be a give and take situation or a, um, uh, either or Mm -hmm. type of situation where it can be like, no, we're just all here and we honor each other and it's beautiful. Um, So it felt good. I am here for that. that. And it's so true. We have so much conditioning in our society that we can't have it all right? That if one person Mm -hmm. has it, then the other person doesn't have it. And if one person's winning, then the other person's losing. And that's just a narrative that is so drilled into our head. And so we think, you know, we expect that what's good for us is not going to be good for other people, or it's not going to work out for other people. And with human design, deconditioning from that and realizing that when you do what you want to do, it's usually going to work out for other people. It's usually going to be serving the highest good of others. When you do that thing that you really think that no other people are not going to accept or other people are not going to support or want. Um, But you don't have to worry about that. Just worrying about what's right for yourself, following your own strategy and authority and letting that play out and other people doing the same and trusting that energetically that will flow and ebb and that each person gives their little piece of medicine so that everything works together seamlessly sometimes the more that people can really just do what they want to do and be who they are and say yes when they want to say yes say no when they want to say no like it's so simple but it really is you know transforming the way that we live our lives especially in like family units and in relationships yeah and that's why it will be so insane to see you know a world where everyone knows their designs And where everyone is aware of other people's designs and where there isn't that competition of, well, I have to hold you to the same standards that I hold myself of, you know, not knowing that somebody is a projector or a manifester or a generator, not knowing someone's design and expecting them to act the exact same way that you act. Mm -hmm. And so it will be amazing to be like, no, I'm a two, four and this and this and someone to say, you know, Oh, okay. Awesome. Now I completely understand. Yeah. I am ready for that world. And I guess right now is the perfect time to kind of plant those seeds, if you will, Mm -hmm. those human design seeds that are being sown and will harvest a lot of fruit and make a lot of change in the world in years to come. So We're all the seeds. We are planting it, planting it, planting it with every word and every connection and every um, time that we honor ourselves and our truth. And we find the harmony. We find that the experiment does work and that Mm -hmm. it, there is less resistance. And when you prove it to yourself, every time that you prove it to yourself, that human design works, you are changing the world in, in some energetic small way that ripples out and, and, changes other people's experience of life. So I'm just encouraging you guys to keep on going and to dive in more and to further your awareness. So without much further talk about all of this bullshit that we've been talking about, that I'm sure is cool. (laughs) um, Let's talk about the main thing, which is those North nodes, which are really fascinating. So if you've been really into astrology, you've definitely heard of your North nodes. 
And if you've had astrology readings, you definitely, you know, they've talked about your North nodes before, most likely, uh, you know, your life path of where you're headed. And the the way that human design pulls into that is it just goes a little bit deeper um, and a little bit, well, actually a lot bit deeper. And mm-hmm. it pulls in more specific, your, yeah, more specific. It pulls in your um, human design gates that are attached with your North nodes and your South nodes. It pulls together, you know, how your personality North nodes affect you differently than your design North nodes affect you. Um, and then it also pulls in the more broader awareness of that specific Zodiac that your North node or South node is in. So we're going to get into how those play um, with each other and how they, they work with each other and how you can use this information to focus on um, embodying the highest vibration of your North node and your South node. So we're going to give you examples of each of the different types of North nodes and South nodes. We're also going to give you examples of the different types of gates that you can have as your North node and how you can weave this all together to really get an understanding of, okay, what am I here to do? And how am I here to do it? Um, Nothing in human design or astrology is going to say you need to be a doctor, or you need to be a scientist, um, or you need to be an actor, right? But it will say you are here to be somebody that teaches um, and works on the collective, and that you are here to use this gift of being able to demolish roadblocks for yourself and others um, when you are doing that. And so when you can focus on those, those things, that's how you'll best be able to live out your life purpose. Um, so I just wanted to kind of give you that br- brief overview of what we're going to talk about. And let's just dive right in. Mm-hmm. So technically speaking, the lunar nodes are when, are there the two points of the moon's orbital path? when it crosses the sun's elliptical path. So um, this is talking about, you know, the astronomy of this. Uh, The sun has an elliptical orbit that it goes on. And when the moon transitions and goes down into the southern hemisphere, that's going into a south node. And when it transitions over that path and goes into the northern hemisphere, that's your north node. So that's talking about, technically speaking, like how the planets are moving. And as we know, the whole origin of human design is coming from the neutrino stream, which is coming from the sun and from other stars. And that is our life force energy that creates our personality, creates our design. And then based on where the planets are and where the moon is, where the earth is, where the sun is, it changes and filters that neutrino stream, that life force energy and consciousness a little bit to make a unique personality, a unique design. So it really is kind of cool to see the science of this is how the planets are. And then the emotional psychology side of how does that change your personality? And what does that show you as a unique individual and what you're here to do with your consciousness as an individual in this lifetime. So what your South Node represents in astrology is an energy that you have experienced the most in past lifetimes. Um, It is an energy that you feel really comfortable with. You've learned lots and lots of lessons in that zodiac sign. So for example, me and Shana's South Node is in Leo. So we've spent a lot of past lifetimes really mastering that energy and getting comfortable with the idea of being an individual, being a leader, being someone who's not afraid to stand out or shine in the spotlight. Um, 
And in this lifetime, that comes really naturally to us. And it feels like something that is comfortable and within our comfort zone. And your North node is the exact opposite energy of your South node. So you come into this lifetime with that South node feeling really comfortable. And then you are here in this lifetime to take the highest expression of that South node and move in the exact opposite direction. So your North node is this new path, a path that is uncomfortable to you. It's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. And you're here in this lifetime to evolve and to grow towards this North node. So this North node is your soul's calling in this lifetime. And it requires a little bit of stretching and growing and having new experiences and learning new lessons. But it is really your life purpose to go on this path of evolution, to learn these lessons and to grow in a new way in this lifetime. So um, it's interesting because your South node, I feel like a lot of people frame it in like a really negative light, like your South node is bad and your North node is good. And that of course is not true. Your South node has a highest quality and the lowest quality. And it really is about letting go of that low expression and really bringing the high expression of that South node and carrying it with you towards your North node. And once again, your North node has a high expression, a low expression. And it really is about embodying that high highest expression and not just settling for that lowest expression because of a lack of awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because your South node is what feels the most comfortable for you and what you are the most used to. And so many times in human design, we say, you know, the things that come naturally to you are your inherent gifts and they are here, what you're here to do. Um, they are what you're here to do in this lifetime. Right. But there's a lot of conditioning around, um, you know, you have to work hard, you have to force yourself to, you know, always be better and all of that stuff. Right. So yes, your gifts are the things that come naturally to you when you're talking about your gates and your channels and those specific qualities that really come inherently to you. Those should feel easy. And, um, you are here to give them effortlessly, but then North node is the one thing in your chart that you are really striving towards or that you're here to embody over your lifetime and, um, and embody that highest side of it. So I, we have met with so many people who are, you know, living in their South node and they feel completely comfortable there. Um, and that's just been their kind of personal truth even before human design is that, you know, whatever, say ours is Leo, that being in the spotlight and just focusing on myself and, um, what I have to offer feels really good and feels really natural. And that's what I'm going to do the rest of my life and not focus on embodying that higher calling. If you will, your North node can kind of feel like this thing that you feel you're, you want to have growth towards. Um, and so that call towards growth is natural is inherent for you because that is your North node. So I just want to clarify like the wording, you know, that you are here to move towards your North node. And even though it doesn't come naturally to you at first, it is inherent and natural for you to feel that pull and that growth throughout your life. Um, and having this awareness of what that is for you and what those gates are, especially can really help you to, um, to call that in even faster and to lean into it even faster and to say, Oh, okay. I don't have to question myself. I'm here to move towards this. So let me, let me 
lean into that growth. Let me lean into that calling that I feel inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In human design, they say that your North node really is like your most mature way of experiencing life. Um, and your South node is kind of like your immature way of experiencing life. Not that it has to be negative because there is a high expression that is really beneficial and, and healthy for you. But they do say in human design that you really naturally step into your North node during your Uranus opposition, which happens when you are 38 to 43 approximately. And like some astrologers have this like negative wording, which I don't resonate with calling it kind of like your midlife crisis, your Uranus opposition, um, where you're like, okay, the things that I've been doing haven't fulfilled my soul's evolution. What are the things that I want to start moving towards? However, we think that you can bring awareness to your North node and your South node and start understanding the shift, start holding space for it to happen naturally and start bringing your awareness to it at any time in life. And that it's really um, beneficial and empowering. It makes you feel like, okay, this is the direction I'm headed in. I don't have to force myself to be there or, you know, judge myself for what I am. I just can hold awareness for the highest potential of both of these things. And that itself really helps aid in that transition. Mm -hmm. And it's really helpful, especially during your Saturn return time around 27 to 29. um, Because it again, is that kind of guiding force of, okay, even though I'm going through a lot of changes right now, and a lot of things are being brought to light, I still have a focus point or a um, thing that I can focus on moving towards by knowing my North node. And the other thing I want to specify or clarify is that, you know, your cross of incarnation and your North node are both things that you're here to do in this lifetime. It's your life purpose. And your cross of incarnation is just, um, a very, very specific, uh, traits and qualities that you're here to still use moving towards your North node and still use towards using your North node gates. Um, so just to kind of know that, the main places to look for your life purpose, if you will, in your human design chart are your North node gates, your North node zodiacs. That's where you're moving towards. And then your cross of incarnation, like we've talked about so much on this podcast is just getting into the nitty gritty of your, your biggest qualities to use on that journey in your life path. So let's talk about where you guys can look for your North node and South node gates in your human design chart. So if you're not already looking at your chart, you can get your chart for free at mybodygraph.com by entering in your birthday and specific exact birth time information. Um, and you can get your chart there for free. And then you'll see when you're looking at your body graph, you have those different columns on the side of your body graph that have the numbers in them that are illuminated by each planet. And those are your gates. So your north node is four down from the bottom on both your personality and design side. And then your south node is fifth down from the bottom on both your personality um, and design side. So if you um, are already looking at your chart, you can see there what gate is your north node and then what gate is your south node on both sides. So in human design, they say that your personality north node and south node are really what helps you, they're teaching you and showing you how you frame and see the world around you and yourself. And then your design side, north node and south node gates are really framing your relationship to other people and the environment. 
And this for all of you um, human design nerds that have really dove into some of this information, this is where they pull like in a deeper sense with human design, your color and tone to kind of tell you what your um, in your best environment is. That's coming from your North Node and South Node gates um, on your design side and or what your perspective is. And that's coming from your color and tone on your personality, North node and South node gates. So that's kind of really deeper. So for other people that don't understand that, completely ignore what I'm saying. (laughs) That's kind (laughs) of like human design 2.0, which we haven't talked about much on this podcast, but we are going to be launching a um, human design uh, retreat day, virtual retreat day, where we talk about color and tone and environment and digestion and perspective and all that stuff. But for the purposes of this um, podcast, those North nodes and South node gates on the design and personality sides that is connected to those color and tones in case you are wondering. Um, And so we'll just, we'll just talk a little bit about that design being relationships and environment and how you're connected there. And, um, that personality side being your perspective and the frame that you see and take in the world. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at your human design, North Node Gates, um, those are the qualities that you're really here to lean into the highest expression in your soul's evolution in this lifetime. So those qualities are important qualities and you can really look to them and bring awareness to them to know that that's where you're growing towards. And then with your South Node Gates, really, really understanding the highest expression of those gates and the lowest expression of those gates, having a lot of awareness around that so that you can really release that low expression, step into the highest expression and use that highest expression of those South Node gates to help you and propel you and move you forward towards your North Node gates, towards your soul's evolution. So for example, since I know all of that is kind of theoretical, um, My personality North node gate is gate 41 and um, my South node on my personality side is gate 31 influence. So my gate 41, I am here in this lifetime to create things, to create art, to be creative in a way that really helps other people feel an emotional depth and to create things that truly captures the meaning of life and that emotional, spiritual connection of life. Um, and since my that gate there is going towards the root, it's really telling you that you're here to make something on a physical level that is capturing that emotional essence. So that's really what I'm here to evolve towards um, in my perspective side of my soul's evolution. And then my South Node being in 31, Um, which is all about it being an influential energy in this world, the highest expression of that is knowing that when I do something, I'm leading by example and that other people are learning from me and really seeing what I'm doing and being inspired and impacted by that. And then of course, like the negative low vibration of gate 31 would be me fixating on the fact that I can be influential or using that in a negative expression or feeling like it's um, an egocentric type of influence instead of knowing that that is an amazing way to teach and to bring a lot of integrity to that area. So for me, really, 
leaning into that and making sure that I'm checking in with that negative expression, really moving away from it, leaving it behind. And instead stepping into the integrity side, stepping into the fact that I know whatever I do can really influence and impact the world and help me move towards my North node. So how can I give awareness and love to that? Mm -hmm. And both of those on your personality side, um, North node and South node are framed under the overall Zodiac that you're here to move towards, which is your North node in Aquarius. So creating that art, um, in the physical world that embodies, um, higher meaning and connects people to emotional depth, um, for the collective, creating that for the collective, creating that um, in a way that teaches people and helps people, not just for your, your South node of Leo, which is just for your own, um, your own purposes and for your own, I guess, maybe the ego side, which is that lower vibration of Leo. Um, So it's, it's looking at the overarching theme, which is your zodiac of your North Node, which is Aquarius, and then saying, okay, what are those two, those qualities that I have? Creating art, Gate Forty One, and um, Gate Thirty One, which is that influential side, and how can I embody the highest vibration of both of these qualities as I move towards helping the collective? Mm-hmm. And since Shana and I are born in the same year we both have the same North node, South node, because your North node, South node, it, it transitions naturally of every year to about two years. So anyone born in 1989 to 1990, kind of depending on the month that they're born, has the same North node as Shana and I in Aquarius. And so your human design North node gates are going to be in the Aquarius Zodiac. And then anyone born in that same time, 89 to 90, as Shana and I, your, your South Node is going to be in Leo. And your gates, your human design gates are going to be a part of that Zodiac. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because your personality gates, which is all about um, your perspective on it, on the world, is about art and influence and my design gates, which is about my environment and my people, um, are the exact same as your design gates, which is art and influence. So yours is here for your perspective and my art and influence is here for my environment. Mm -hmm. Um, and just knowing that difference between us is actually really helpful. And it really resonates with me because Mm -hmm. that is what that's most important for me is my environment with that art and influence. Um, and then for you, I see that so much of your perspective on the mm-hmm. world and um, your viewpoint of how you are seeing things through an artistic way um, that's really here to help guide people um, in a bigger perspective, in a bigger collective way. Yes. And then your North Node gate, Shana, on your personality side is gate 60, which is the inability to accept roadblocks slash accepting roadblocks. <laughs> and um, your south node on your personality side is gate 56, which is all about you sharing your take on the meaning of life, on the facts of life from your unique perspective. Mm-hmm. And that really resonates with me because um, when I think about, you know, coming from Leo, my north node, um, as you your know, south when I was node. younger, I mean, sorry, my south node, when I was younger, Um, and that gate 56 being my South node, which is all about sharing my take on the facts of life. Um, 
I can really see it when I was younger, really exercising those gifts and really talking about my life and my, my take on things, not the facts um, and the figures, but like my take on things and really embodying the highest vibration of that and using it in a way that serves the collective and doesn't just serve myself or proving my own points or um, proving myself to other people. So it's, yeah, it's super interesting. And with my North node gate being gate 60 um, and being an Aquarius, I have found during this time of, you know, COVID-19 that it has been really difficult for me because the skate is all about, um, not accepting roadblocks and wanting to like constantly have growth and change and overcome things. And, um, and really like what's next, what's next, what's next, let's keep going that kind of energy. And that's, that's healthy for me, but it's also healthy for me to, if I come across a roadblock that I can't overcome to not be so hard on myself or not to get depressed or, um, melancholy because I can't overcome a roadblock. And so that's the thing with this gate. So if you're looking at your chart and you have gate 60 or any of these gates that we've talked about, um, they are qualities that you are here to have in this, this lifetime. And if they are your North node or South node gates, you can really see if these apply to you. Um, but I found that since I haven't been able to overcome this roadblock of COVID-19, it's, it's completely out of my control that there is a tendency for me to want to feel like depressed during this time or that I'm not being able to fulfill my life purpose um, as I'm supposed to. And really the way that you overcome that is by embracing any roadblocks that you can't overcome because they're out of your control and to just kind of accept the ebb and flow of life and let yourself have this pause without beating yourself up the whole time. So um, focusing on those roadblocks for the collective because it's an Aquarius and focusing on sharing my take for the collective, because again, I'm moving towards Aquarius away from Leo. So uh, I hope that this information isn't too confusing. Um, you probably have to really be looking at your chart for this to make sense. Um, but I just kind of want to simplify it that look at your Zodiac. You can look that up online. What is your North node? What Zodiac is that in? And then embodying the highest qualities of that Zodiac. That's what you're here to move towards. And how are you here to move towards it? Look at your North node gates and your South node gates in your human design and focus on embodying the highest vibration of those gates. Yes. Well put, because I was thinking too, like, this is so complex, but it is so transformational. It's so helpful to know. Like I've sat down with people in the past and just told them their North node and they're like, Whoa, you know, it's really like, if, if you're going to look at one thing that is the most helpful, because a lot of times in a, especially in Western astrology, you're like, okay, this is interesting, but like, how helpful is it? How, how is this really helping me become better or find comfort or find clarity? Um, and so looking at your North node, it really is powerful knowing, okay, this is the area that I can lean into. This is what I'm here to give to the collective. This is part of my life purpose. This is what I'm here to evolve towards. Uh, it's so powerful. And for everyone who's wondering 
how you can see the correlation of Western astrology and human design. I'll tell you right now how you can look at a body graph. But just so you guys know, if you're listening and you're not aware of this, human design is a synthesis of four ancient modalities. So it is a mixture of Western astrology, of I Ching, of the Kabbalah tree of life and of the chakra system. And all of those things are synthesized together to make your rave mandala and your body graph. So all of those things really are, you know, you're taking a piece of all of them and putting them together to make your human design chart. So if you're wanting to see what gates are in each astrology zodiac section, you can look at the entire rave mandala. So you can Google rave mandala and you'll see that body graph that you see on my body graph or on Jovian archive, but then it has that outer ring around it. And you can see all of the zodiac signs. They're in the first ring closest to the, the body. And so Shana and I, for example, um, our North node is in Aquarius. So if you look at gate 41, you can see that it's right there in that Aquarius section. And also um, gate 19, you can see is right there. Gate 13, gate 49. And then Shana's gate 60 is right on the edge, but it is technically in Aquarius. So as you look across that map of all of the different zodiac signs, you can see the, the four or five gates that are each a part of that zodiac. So while those gates are extremely specific, unique qualities that really get down to the nitty gritty, they are a part of a collective energy of the 12 different zodiacs. So it is interesting to zoom out a little bit and see that zodiac perspective because it is uh, helpful to have the zoomed out and then the zoomed in with your human design gates. So um, you guys can Google if that's confusing for you. You can Google your birthday to find what North node and South node you have for the zodiac. And then you can look at your human design chart as we talked about earlier to see your North node and South node gates. But basically anyone born in 84 to 86 their North Node is going to be in Taurus, depending on the months. And then 86 to 87, your North Node is going to be in Aries. 87 to 89, your North Node is in Pisces. 89 to 90, your North Node is in Aquarius, like Shana and I. And then 90 to 92, your North Node is in Capricorn. And it goes on. So I guess now we wanted to talk about the different zodiacs and the zoomed out perspective of what those North nodes, South nodes look like for people who have that. So let's start out with the beginning of the Zodiac of Aries. So Aries and Libra are opposites on that Zodiac path. They're directly across from each other. So if you have your North node in Aries, that means automatically you have your South node in Libra and vice versa. If you have your North node in Libra, that means you have your South node in Aries. So let's talk about that energy of North node in Aries. That means that in this lifetime, your south node is Libra, which means in many past lifetimes, you've gotten really comfortable and mastered the idea of one-on-one -on -one relationships and being able to negotiate, solve conflict with other people, really be able to work as a couple or as a group. And that's comfortable for you. That might feel really natural for you. But in this lifetime, you're here to take the highest expression of that which is being able to have harmony, being able to work together collectively. And you're here to leave behind the lowest expression, which would be people pleasing and giving up your own desires to support someone else in a way that wasn't authentic for you. 
So you're here to take that highest expression of being able to really um, be harmonious in a way that is good and healthy. And you're here to move in the opposite direction towards your north, north node of Aries, which is all about acting as an individual and being self-reliant, forging your own path, being a trailblazer in this lifetime. So while your whole life journey and evolution, if your North Node is in Aries, is about being an individual, you're still bringing that energy of Libra, of including other people and having that work for the collective and being able to be married, for example, or have a family or work in a partnership. And the main focus still, though, is being self-reliant, being independent and being an empowered individual in that group dynamic. Mm -hmm. And you can obviously with all of this information that Dana just said, um, you can look at the exact opposite. So if your North Node is in Libra and your South Node is in Aries, really taking that highest expression of Aries of being a leader, being an individual, um, being self-reliant and moving towards one-on-one relationships and mastering, um, negotiating and solving conflict and working in a team or collaborating with other people. So you can take that, that leadership and that drive, um, to be an individual into, those one-on-one relationships and focusing more of that, like piercing energy, if you will, into a team or collaboration and harmony with other people. Mm -hmm. So next let's talk about Taurus to Scorpio. So if you have your North node in Taurus, then that means you have your South node in Scorpio. And what that means is that you're coming into this life with that South node Scorpio of really being spiritual, diving into the mystery that those karmic things that, um, really kind of taboo sex, power, money, really having that intensity. And you are here in this lifetime to grow in the opposite direction towards Taurus of being really healthy and grounded and enjoying the earthly simple pleasures in this life and being able to just work a consistent job and find the joy and the beauty in that and having a love for simplicity a love for nature a love for being grounded in this physical realm instead of the spirit realm um, and really being able to love and lean into your love for the physical including comfortable furniture and having a beautiful home and having physical items and being really grounded in that physical um, aspect of life versus that spiritual life. And then vice versa. If you have your North node in Scorpio, then you're coming in with that earthy grounded energy and you're moving in the opposite direction of really diving into the mysteries of getting really into the unknown, into the spirituality, into those ideas that other people might find scary or taboo, and you really committing to that life of spirituality. Okay, so next is Gemini and Sagittarius. If your North Node is in Gemini, then you are here in this lifetime to take your South Node of loving to travel, of really wanting to be expansive and have wisdom from other cultures and you're here to move towards your north node of gemini which is really about getting comfortable in a home in one place being able to help build a thriving community 
community right where you are and being able to educate your hometown, speak your truth, use your voice, um, but bringing that highest expression of Sagittarius and vice versa. If your North Node is in Sagittarius, it's comfortable for you to be at home, to be a part of your community, to not travel, but you're here in this lifetime to take the highest expression of that and move in the opposite direction of allowing yourself to travel and broaden your horizons and travel to other places so that you can learn from their cultures, learn from their religion, learn from their spirituality, and also get higher education in general, like in college, in courses, and to really build your life philosophy from this expansive place in this lifetime. And next, Cancer to Capricorn. So if your North Node is in Cancer, you have that natural inclination to of Capricorn. So really wanting to take action, wanting to be masculine in building a structure in your life, having a successful life. However, you're here to take the highest expression of that and leave behind the lowest expression and move towards your North Node in Cancer, which is all about that feminine nurturing energy, really being connected to family and cultivating that sense of family, cultivating your ability to care give for others and for yourself to really lean into the emotional, spiritual healing of having a family and having that close, intimate connection. And if you have your North Node in Capricorn, it's the opposite. You're coming into life with that feminine, nurturing family energy. And you're here to move in the opposite direction towards taking masculine energy um, and really building a structure for yourself, building a successful life, stepping into the ideas of strategy and intellect and self-discipline and maturity and being goal-oriented so that you create a business, you create a life path, a career, that masculine side of life is really your life purpose. And then last is Leo to Aquarius. So if you're born in the same year as Shana and I, you have you share in this North Node, South Node with us. Um, so first, let's talk about if you have your North Node in Leo. That means you're coming into this life with that Aquarius South Node, and you're used to being able to focus on the collective, being able to help the collective as your first priority, and making life about the collective versus instead of yourself. And you're here to take the highest expression of that and move um, towards Leo. So that really is people who have their North Node in Leo, you are here in this lifetime to shine and to step into the idea that you're here to be an individual. You're here to express yourself. You're here to take the spotlight. You're here to perform. You're here to work with people who have influence and who are celebrities. You're here to work with things that are luxurious and beautiful. And for you, that is how your soul is going to evolve and help the world the most. And then for Shana and I, we have our South Node and Leo. So coming in with that familiar feeling of feeling like you're ready to step in as an individual, work on yourself. You're not afraid to perform or stand in the spotlight, um, but you're here to work towards that North Node of Aquarius, which is all about focusing on the collective and working with new age modalities or ancient modalities to help humanity evolve and to heighten their vibration, heighten our consciousness, and to work with a cause that's bigger than yourself, um, a humanitarian cause or a system that is going to really support a large group of people. And then Virgo and Pisces. So if your North Node is in Virgo, then that means that you're coming in with 
Pisces South Node of really leaning on your intuition to guide you and your own spirituality. But you're here to move towards that North Node of Virgo, which is all about developing practical skills, technical skills that are supported by science, um, really being able to help serve people and serve the wellness of people, both physically and emotionally, but with scientifically supported modalities and physical technical skills. And the opposite, if your North Node is in Pisces, then you're coming in with that technical scientific background. And you're moving in the opposite direction of really stepping into that spirituality, letting your intuition guide you in the way that you serve other people and really opening yourself up to the idea of oneness and letting your imagination and your dreams be the thing that guides you versus that scientific information that other people have collected. So I want to encourage you guys to A, look up your charts and know what your North Node is. And also look up your friends and your family and your spouse or your kids charts and see what their North Nodes and their South Nodes are. And then you can re-listen to the last, you know, whatever section of this podcast where we talk about what those qualities are and really see what everyone in your life and what you are here to lean into in this lifetime and find ways to kind of cultivate awareness around that in all of the things that you do. So whether that's in the work that you do, whether that's in how you interact with other people, um, the information that you share, and really just kind of hold space for that. So you might not be in a position right now where you're able to really, you know, fully step into your 100% purpose of your North Node and whatever your North Node gates are. Um, But just having that awareness alone helps you to energetically call in that life for yourself. It helps your world and the universe to kind of shift around you to make space for the thing that you are now holding space for. Um, So your awareness really is that powerful. And just, just honestly, just knowing that alone can change your whole life. Um, So I just want to encourage you to look that up, give this podcast another listen. If you haven't pulled up your chart already, already, or if you don't know what your North node Zodiac is um, and to go a little bit deeper and you can Google what your gates are. Some of the information on the internet's not the best. We do recommend getting a reading or, um, or getting a, a chart from us so we can go into detail with that. Um, but yeah, I just encourage you to, to cultivate that awareness and to hold that space for yourself so you can lean into these highest qualities throughout your life. It really is so helpful. Like Shana and I both, when we were younger, we were naturally drawn to performing with our South Node and Leo. And it's just something that we did because it was natural and we didn't choose it. We didn't think about it. And it really didn't nourish our souls in that deep way. And then we saw ourselves naturally stepping into our North Node of Aquarius of being able to help the evolution of humanity, to work in these humanitarian causes that are greater than ourselves and to really put our energy out into serving the collective instead of just doing our own thing. And it's amazing to see how good that feels and how nourishing it feels and how comforting it is to know, okay, that's my trajectory. That's where I'm here to use my gifts to go towards. And then for example, my husband, Jared, and my sister, Lindsay, both have the same North Node in Aries. So they are here in this lifetime to be individuals and to do things 
on their own accord, to be self-reliant, to be independent. And just knowing that difference between me and them, it's like, okay, great. That helps me another level deeper understand what I'm here to contribute in this lifetime and what you're here to contribute in this lifetime and to know that we don't have to be the same. In fact, we're not designed to be the same. We're each here designed for a specific reason and to give our gifts and to contribute our energy to this world and to the healing of this world. And really in the end, all of us are here in this lifetime to usher in this new paradigm and to help people heal and to help people raise their consciousness. And every single person has a different way of doing it. So for my sister and Jared with their North Node Aries, their way of helping humanity is by being an individual. It is by being self-reliant and by forging their own path. And for Shana and I, it is by working with his humanitarian causes and helping the collective and being able to gather with people using ancient modalities and new age modalities. So it really is just another step deeper of seeing what am I here in this lifetime to contribute? And what are the people around me in this lifetime here to contribute? And how can we let that validate us and bring us comfort towards knowing that we're on the right path or bringing awareness to start heading down the right path that is alignment for you? And honestly, once we found out our North Nodes um, and this information, it accelerated so much growth in our lives just with this awareness alone. I honestly finding out human design and finding out our North node um, path. And so even just that broader category of the Zodiac really, um, I guess, fast tracked so much in my life. Um, I can speak on my own personal experience. So, so much. That's why we really, really wanted to share this information with you guys, just because we've seen how powerful it is firsthand. Um, So yeah, hopefully you were able to follow along and that this did make sense for you and it did land for you. And we encourage you guys to just go even deeper, hold that space. There's nothing that you have to do or change your life to start living your life purpose. It's honestly, the first step is awareness. Mm -hmm. And as always, you guys know where you can connect with us on Instagram at dayluna. If you have any questions, we love hearing from you and reading your comments over there. And our website is where you can book a reading with Shana and I. If you want to go deeper into your specific chart, if you have questions about your life purpose, your life path, and how to weave that entire story together for you as an individual. Um, So you can book a reading at our website, daylunalife.com. You can also reach out to us to email email us there on our website at hello at daylunalife.com. And um, we just wanted to really give some gratitude to you guys for everyone who's listening. It is so, so, so fun for us to do readings with people who listen to the podcast, because it's so crazy how much our lives are all connected. And even though we only get to hear from you guys in readings and on our Instagram and stuff, we always find that we're all going through similar things and thinking about similar parts of life and feeling the cosmic shifts in astrology, feeling the cosmic shifts within our own individual self at the same time. So we love it. And we love being connected with you guys. We love being on this journey with you guys. And we'll be announcing soon on our Instagram, 
when our Day Luna boxes are back in stock. It should be super soon. And we are so excited. We have put so much love and care into our Day Luna boxes. If you guys don't know what they are, you can check them out on our website, daylunalife.com. We're in your Day Luna box. It's a personalized box that comes with your human design printed booklet and a reading. And it also comes with beautiful, high vibe, natural meditation tools that are custom um, chosen and selected to support your unique energy. And we put the boxes together ourselves. We hand Reiki all of the products. We bless all of the products. We create your essential oil for your authority ourselves and put prayers and blessings and so much love into them. So you guys can connect with um, our boxes and the information of that on our website. And we'll be announcing it soon on our Instagram. And we'll also be announcing soon our virtual retreat day. That is all about um, learning and applying the information. So really transformational and informational. We'll be teaching a lot about um, PHS and color and tone. So what we kind of talked about in the middle of this podcast, we're going to do a whole day where we are teaching you what that means, um, all of the different options and how you can apply this to your life and um, read other people's charts in this way. Um, And as well as doing practices during that day that are healing and that actually allow you to apply the teachings and apply this work to your life in real time. So that includes um, doing meditation, doing breath work, doing cacao ceremonies, and um, really connecting on a deeper deeper level. So not just informational, but transformational as well. And though that retreat day, even though it is virtual, it will come with a retreat day box. So you will be getting items to support you to show up and really have that retreat time and take care of yourself as well as um, inform yourself and cultivate a new deeper sense of awareness in your human design journey. So we will be announcing that um, later on in the next few months. And so stay tuned for that and check out our boxes. Hopefully in the next week or so, we are also adding so many new items that we've found that really, really resonate with us. And, um, we think bring a lot of beauty and growth and, um, help you to hold space for yourself in a tangible physical way. So thank you so much, you guys for listening in and let us know if you have any questions about the stuff that we've talked about today. Um, and we love you guys so much. We're sending you love. We're all connected. We're all here together.